Is it okay to be negative once in a while? Here with more, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Whitney Goodman is a psychotherapist and the owner of the Collaborative Counseling Center, a private therapy practice in Miami. She's also the author of Toxic Positivity, Keeping It Real in a World Obsessed with Being Happy. Whitney, we've all heard phrases like the power of positive thinking and look on the bright side and all sorts of other similar words of advice. I think the obvious opening question here is what is toxic positivity? Toxic positivity is the unrelenting pressure to be happy and positive at all costs, no matter what the circumstances. And it's really a force that we use against ourselves and other people. Can you give us maybe an example or two of how toxic positivity pops up in daily life? Typically what we see is that whenever someone is struggling or going through a hard time, people encourage them to look on the bright side or they do this to themselves. And that might sound like everything happens for a reason or you have to be positive if you want to get through this. Time heals all wounds, all of these platitudes that we know so well. Now, you're not saying look at the glass as half empty all the time, are you? No. So whenever I talk about toxic positivity, people do tend to feel that way of like, oh, so you're telling me I should just be negative all the time or positivity isn't helpful. And that's not at all what we're talking about here. What we find is that positive thinking and positivity can become quite dismissive, unhelpful in certain situations. And that's not to say that positivity can't be helpful or healthy in other situations. We're trying to create some nuance around that topic. You devote an entire chapter to the reasons that positivity does not always work. What are some of the top reasons? It's particularly dismissive, especially when someone's going through something difficult. It ultimately tells them like what you're talking about isn't real or I don't want to hear about it or please stop talking about that. It also induces shame. There's a feeling of I should be feeling this way and I'm not. And so there's something wrong with that or something shameful about it. It also really disrupts connection. If I feel like I'm the only one that's struggling with something or like people think I shouldn't be struggling with something, I'm certainly not going to bring that up when I'm around people. Do you think Americans in general today are having more difficulties processing or controlling their emotions than perhaps past generations? And if so, why? I think today we're talking a lot about emotions more than we used to. Even just over the last like five or six years in my career, I'm noticing a big shift. But I think Americans today are bombarded with so much information, so much crisis, different things that are upsetting to us than ever before. And that's made it even more difficult to just manage our emotions on a daily basis. Another chapter title in your book is How to Find Fulfillment in a Difficult World. Talk about that for a moment, just the whole concept of finding fulfillment. So instead of pursuing happiness or positivity, I recommend that people live a value-based life, which ultimately leads to more fulfillment. And that would include really getting to know what's important to you, what makes you feel alive, what gets you excited, but also what challenges you and what might be difficult. And when we figure that out, we're able to identify you know, a few key areas that are going to kind of guide our life and make sure that we're living in alignment with our values and what's important to us. And that doesn't mean those things will always make us feel 
happy or joyful. Sometimes it's going to bring us discomfort, but it will ultimately lead us to what is important to us. You also write advising people to stop shaming themselves. Can you kind of explain how do people do that and how do they avoid doing that? Toxic positivity can become a form of shame when we tell ourselves, I should be grateful. I shouldn't be feeling this. I need to just be happy. And it really creates this feeling within ourselves of like, I'm doing something wrong. There's something wrong about me. I'm not like other people. And what we know about shame is that it's not really an effective motivator, even though it might feel like it is sometimes. And so I want people to really take a step back and say, it's really normal that I'm feeling this way. It's okay to feel a variety of emotions. And when we do that, we're able to access our coping skills and our tools much more effectively. There's so much good we can do when we get in touch with how we feel. Psychotherapist Whitney Goodman, the author of Toxic Positivity, Keeping It Real in a World Obsessed with Being Happy. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that wraps up this week's show. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitty. Our internet services are provided by Pear.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll be here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.